Hello everyone and welcome to the Road to Forex podcast where we talk about everything related to the foreign exchange. Of course, I am your host Alex, so without further ado, let's get stuck into it. So in this episode, I'm going to be talking about what areas interest me when I'm looking to place my take profits. Now, instead of saying take profits a million times during this episode, I will just be referring to it as TP for the rest of this episode. Now, the importance of actually knowing where to place your TP is the difference between making 1% and 2%. It's that important. Obviously, if you're making an extra percent, you can make an extra $100, $1,000, $3,000, and so on and so forth, right? We don't want to be leaving money on the table. And the way that I place my take profits to the way that I guess the average, I guess, uh, trader places their take profits is quite different. So I guess I look at the same sort of areas for the last four years roughly, where to place my TP, and quite frankly, it it hasn't really let me down. So I really want to pay attention to this episode because it will, as I said, make sure you're not leaving money on the table or actually set realistic areas for you to target within your trades. So I'll quickly go over something called an imbalance because you really need to understand what an imbalance is in order for me to continue with the rest of this podcast episode. Now, I am going to try and explain it the best as I can without the use of a visual aid, but obviously, well, this is a podcast, right? And the internet is right there at your fingertips. So if you don't fully understand, you can literally look it up, just Google image it, and it'll make sense to you. So basically, right, let's say, for example, you see a really fast down move, a bearish run, and you'll see some massive candlesticks being printed off. Now, Normal healthy price action, right, is usually that downwards move, it's a pullback, it retests 90, 95% of the area, and then it comes back down, and it does the same thing, so on and so forth. But until that retest occurs, until that pullback occurs, that area has not been tested. Therefore, it is an imbalance, right? That's what the imbalance is. It just simply means areas where the market has not retested. There's no wicks where the markets come down and shot up suddenly. I'm not talking about a full pullback here. I'm talking about, you know, one candlestick can be going down. The next candlestick will be a green one, right? It'll be a bit of a bullish move and then come all the way up to the top of that red candlestick. Maybe just wick it. That can't happen either. It has to just be a candlestick that has not been tested or wicked in any way, shape or form. So hopefully that makes sense to what as an imbalance is. So when you see these imbalances, say you find um, where you think the market's going to turn. Say you find an area where you think that retest, that pullback's going to occur. You found the bottom of that, you know, that bearish run. Look up and spot those imbalances because those are the areas that you will want to target. Now, there's not always just going to be one imbalance. There might be two, three, four. Be realistic, right, guys? Don't always go for the top ones that are like 100, 200 pips away, right? That's not always going to happen. As I said, sometimes the market will come up 90%. Sometimes it'll be 95 Sometimes it might be 80%, right? Just randomly. So you don't always want to do that. And in saying that, make sure that you're not like triple trading. All these people that triple trade, I always say risk one to two percent, right? 
You don't want to just have 0 0.5, 0.75%, 0.75%, 0 0.75%, whatever it is that equals like 1% to 2%, right? You don't want that. Just dual trade. That's the most you could do. Lock in 3%, aim for an imbalance, and then the other one, just let the trade run and monitor it. And when you think, hey, maybe it's actually not going to make that imbalance, that's when I would just pull out of that market. Okay, you really do not want to be triple trading, quadruple trading. It's just not practical and you guys will not be profitable in the long run. So, yeah, just, just consider that for what's going on right now. So, <clears throat> when we find this area that we want to enter, immediately, as I said, I'm looking for where these imbalances are. If you are targeting that highest imbalance, you know, there's not a very likely challenge that you, a chance that you are going to get it. So just do those one to two trades. And in terms of the exit signals, what we're looking for, guys, I would strongly suggest using the indicator EMA. Because actually, if, if we scratch the whole exit signals, because we won't talk about that, I can make an actual episode on it. How would I know if we're not going to make it to that target? If we do turn on the EMA, right, so the estimated moving average, as soon as that candlestick closes below an EMA line, say we're going, we've had that massive bearish run, we found the area, we think that pullback's going to occur, we've hopped in for a buy, and now we're wondering, is it going to make that target? Is it going to make that imbalance that I've just been looking at? Well, use the EMA. If it's bouncing off that EMA and it's continually going up, awesome. If it's suddenly a candlestick closes underneath that EMA line, I'm not just talking, you know, it just closes. If you look at it and say, hey, I can confidently see that that candlestick has closed beneath that EMA line. Well, that's as when I'm going to be looking to get out of there. That's when I'm going to say, hey, it's probably not going to make it. And that's what I want to do, right? So the first thing, that's imbalances. That's what we are going to look for. The second thing, what I love to look for, are institutional candlesticks, right? It is either the final push up before the downwards move or vice versa. It is the final push or the final move down before that upwards push, right? Usually it's quite a small candlestick. When you do see these massive bearish and bullish runs, you'll usually see, right? just a small green candlestick before a bearish run. And then you'll see a small red candlestick before a bullish run. And what, or however you've got it set up, right? You'll see the opposite color to what's going on. And what you're gonna wanna do is target them. Because if you are in and you, let's say you've targeted these imbalances, but you're going, hey, this is really strong. It's barely touching the EMA because it's got such movement behind it. Well, I don't really wanna hop out at this imbalance because it looks like, you know, it's gonna go further than that. What am I looking for? Look for these institutional candlesticks because they are great areas. That is where the move has started. And if it's an institutional candlestick, what does that mean? That means that a bank, a hedge fund has obviously created that move and they're not going to leave all their trades right in drawdown they're not going to allow themselves to basically for long periods of time at least be in drawdown be in a negative run they're not going to do that they will come back to that area that they started that move off on right if you see a massive bullish or bearish run that takes a lot of money 
right? If, if you and I, if everyone listening to this, so it's just a couple of hundred people each time, we all pulled our money together, at least one of you is a millionaire, we're probably going to move the market like two, three, four centimeters, right? Maybe. Banks, hedge funds, they have hundreds of millions of dollars at their uh, disposal. So when these massive moves occur, that's because there is a massive order at the top of that. A massive order at the top of that that caused everything. So they're going to go right back to where that order started. And instead of being in drawdown because they've got the money to push the market back up, they'll force the market up and they'll bring it out at small profits or take even. Sorry, close the order at small profits or take even. So that's what I'm looking at, guys. Really, it's those imbalances and then also institutional candlesticks. So the final opposite movement before the actual run, right? Pretty simple. Again, you can just go on Google and have a look at what they look like. But I think I've explained it fairly well. So this is how I am setting my take profits. And this has really stayed no matter what strategy I've basically uh, been in or back tested over the years. Once the strategy starts to pull off and it's actually going in the direction that I want it to, um, then this has never really failed me. So yeah, it is definitely a source of my constant profitability here. So that's a big secret from me. Um, anyway, guys, that's basically it for this episode here. Hopefully it all makes sense. I know I couldn't give visual aids, but it's definitely something to go and have a look at anyway when you're back testing. So I can assure you it's gonna work. <laughs> but if you have any questions, please message me at road to forex at gmail.com. So you know you can contact me, we can have a discussion about it. But until then guys, I hope you have a really good day and stay safe. Bye.